Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Excuse me, as the... As the... Put that mic closer to your sweet lips, baby. As the engineer, as the official engineer of this podcast... <laughs> yeah. I'm warning you... Oh, this is my problem. See? See? Ah! That's what I mean. It doesn't well, stay. Why? Why? I don't know. I've I've been struggling with microphones for most of my adult life. I feel like <clears throat> this sh- shouldn't be that hard. Like, do, why does the mic you'd stand think, do this? I don't know. Think it, I see think, people adjusting their mic stand all the time on well, stages. Well, mic stands are, are, are actually not, not all mic stands are made, are equal. Now I can't look, I can't even see you. You, you. <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> Wrong Impressions with Lou Barlow and Adele Barlow, a podcast about, a podcast about, um, (laughs) Raw Impressions, episode eight. Put down the jingle bells. The holidays are over. Mm. <laughs> I was just thinking they sounded good. I put that together good. just for you. Yeah. I, That's I, the intro. I like that intro a lot. <laughs> that that was beautiful. Jingle, jingle. Yeah, I've, I'm, I worked on a whole instrumental this week. That was beautiful. I could kind of hear it a little bit through the door. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to try to complete it. I thought that that was for folk implosion. I didn't know what it was. Oh, that's for us, baby. Oh, nice. That's our song. <laughs> <laughs> I like that accurate description, too. A podcast about... Um, yeah. Um, I don't know. Whatever. It feels precarious because we really don't know what this is about. It's raw impressions, yes. Yeah. And we do give our raw impressions on things. Sure. But ultimately, there are impressions that are so raw Mm -hmm. that we can't you know we're not going to share them they're like chafing you can't those are for us those are for us your parents are listening your parents have been very concerned because you've been crying on the episodes not crying today it's not happening your parents are really concerned so yeah, we can't, you know. No tears today. <laughs> we gotta let people know that we're doing good. I do other. I I have all. I have a full range of emotions, many emotions, and I sometimes I cry, sometimes I don't. Today I will give uh, mom and dad a break, and I won't cry. <laughs> I. So there. But it's so sweet when you cry on the podcast. Well, I 
I don't plan on it. It just, I get overwhelmed with emotions and then I notice that I said on the podcast, I don't like, I mean, when you're crying in the real, you know, yeah, that's, I I don't. Well, because generally when I cry, um, outside of the podcast, not on the podcast, it's something is making me sad. Yeah. And then I'll say, Oh, please don't cry. And you'll be like, (laughs) I got to cry. Okay. (laughs) That's one. That's the thing I've really learned. Also learned this from an episode of, Everybody loves Raymond, but <laughs> <laughs> sometimes a woman needs to cry. Yeah. And you can't always fix it, guys. You can't always fix that for your partner. Yeah. This sometimes is, your this partner's got to cry. This is a universal truth for any gender, any person, any coupling combination. Um, yeah. Sometimes your partner just needs to cry. That's, that's, it's hard to see. You cry. I mean, because I do want to. I do want to. I mean, it's hard. I have a hard Don't time make seeing me cry. anybody cry. <laughs> I want to make you cry. <laughs> this is it. Now you're getting me this all emotional again. This Stop is the it. Mission. So um, Stop. I mean. Anyway, that's there was there was this uh, very poignant episode of everyone. Every what is it? Everyone. Everyone. Everybody. I don't everybody. know. Loves Raymond. Uh, uh, I saw approximately one episode, which was this episode. <laughs> And uh, the woman was just crying, just in the sobbing in the sink. Mm. And uh, he was like, what's going on? You mm-hmm. know, and that's a lot of sitcom thing is like the the men are they're a little, you know, they're a little slow. Mm. And that. Uh, yeah, that's kind of like the joke, right? Yeah, the classic. The dads like, are slow, which is. Dads you know don't what? quite get it. That's fair enough. Mm. It's a cliche that, at least in my case, rings true. You're like, it's probably being carried out because it happens a lot. Yeah, I've, I've noted, I know now, more than I've ever known, now having teenage children, that, yeah, I'm mm. a little slow. I'm the slow dad. Mm. Anyway. Wow. Well, that was some, I, don't, I mean, I don't know what to say to that. Well, you can say something totally unrelated to that. <laughs> we can start anywhere okay. you want to. This I, is the, this well, is the I can beginning. tell you one of my New Year's things that I'm doing since, hey, everyone, guess what? It's We're recording this on January 3rd, Tuesday, because the children are finally back in school. Oh, my Ooh, God. Which means we're finally back to work. Oh, God my God. God bless it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Never thought I'd want to work so bad in my oh life oh my god but uh yeah i started working yesterday <laughs> i was like i can't possibly hold out so i i came in here and worked on the i worked on the podcast yeah i worked on some music i want to make a little bit of music for this particular i like that mm. well so what i was gonna say is that i just took a sip right now mm-hmm. another one and uh from my own yeti Mug. Let's not talk. Oh. Anyway, I'm not going to go now back to the Yeti. No, you don't. <laughs> Why did you say that? Well, now that I have commerc- to play the commercial. That commercials, yeah, we could sure. That commercial. I don't know if it's that good. No one seemed to like it, but now it has to happen anyway. Well, we're just going to keep pounding it, I guess, <laughs> until people just get it. Bigger and badder than Bigfoot, the mighty Yeti summons images of ferocity and power. Appearances matter, and when you want to look like you care about hydration, try shoving one of these cannon shells into your cup holder. Yeti! Yeti! Look at you, looking for the toilet. The power of hydration exists, unlike the mythical Yeti. Yeti! 
in Provincetown for mm-hmm. my sister's 50th birthday in this wonderful house that, yeah. that my, uh, my was great. other sister had rented for us, for mm-hmm. the whole family to gather there. Yeah. And I forgot to bring my toothbrush. This happens too and much. And it was like, I, could, I was like, I could use Adele's toothbrush. And I'm like, I cannot use Adele's toothbrush. Absolutely not. Because you'll know. Mm-hmm. Also, it's an electric toothbrush, so if I was to, I would, because you'll know, and also because, you know what, this is a, I I feel like this is a recent thing in my life where I would actually feel really guilty for putting my mouth on that. Yep. You couldn't live with a lie. You would know. Yeah. I really (laughs) feel like you'd know. I feel like of all the, all of the things that I could do, like, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the secrets that I keep. Mm Mm-hmm. The white lies that I tell. <laughs> I would okay. Not. <laughs> the vast collection of white lies you're oh, carrying in your poor body web, day to day. The web of deception that I weave around you and my family. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I knew that if I was to use that, your toothbrush, you would just know. Oh, yes. Like there would just be a wrinkle in, wrinkle in our dimension at that moment and you would cock your head mm-hmm. suddenly no matter where you were and would know i would know so i actually i was like i'm gonna use izzy's brush i'm gonna use izzy's <laughs> brush she'll so never know although she izzy. she izzy could if, if she found she's out in training, she though. would be rip shit if she found yep, out she's in training i've got but her then, started yes. the training has started she she could uh Someday she will know. You you're not uh, you're enjoying that small window I know. of time. I feel that all the time. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm reaching this I mean, just because she she's just got this thing. I just know she shares she shares some pretty intense parts of you and I mm-hmm. together in one little creature. <laughs> so you have this very it's and I can tell you, I see it in her eyes. I see it in the glint in her eyes. I'm like, mm-hmm. she's got that thing I got. Mm. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. It showed up, was it not last night, but the night before. That thing, oh, you're talking. But, well, I have it too, but I, I understood. It was Izzy. I was putting Izzy to bed. And right before I thought or hoped we would be falling asleep, uh, she started this absolutely full body cry, this sobbing, deep, deep sorrow. And I thought, oh boy, what is this? She started telling me that she didn't want to be an adult. That was scary because being an adult, adult is hard and you have to make hard choices and See, that, this is actually verbatim yeah this is said. what she said Adele's to me i'm not i'm this. not riffing it this is she yeah. literally said to me i don't want to be an adult because i know i'll have to make hard choices and i want to be a baby and then she squeezed her eyes shut while sobbing and said three two one baby and then i and then she opened her eyes and just kept sobbing. It didn't work. It didn't she was work. trying so hard to manifest, I guess, becoming a baby, like just by saying that. And she did that a few times. That's it was, a hard. It was pretty rough. That's a hard lesson to learn that you just can't close your eyes and just count yourself into being another. Just yeah. like 
get me the fuck out of here. Like that's, <laughs> Exactly. That's it. I'm out. That is an absolutely terrifying realization. And to be an adult and to see a human being go through that mortal, like, like that thing where they're like, it's mortality, right? It's like getting Uh-oh. older is life fucking sucks. Yeah. And it's going to end. And guess what? Ah! Mommy's going to get older. Which scares the crap out of her. She's like, Mommy, and then I want you to go back to when I was a baby. And I just, I want to be in your arms and you're holding me. And I'm like, I fucking get it, kid. You just want to be held and safe and have everything taken care of for you. And the older you get, the more you have to make decisions, the scarier life becomes. She's not wrong. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The ones that I read, a lot of them, the, the child behavior books, like the, the parenting mm-hmm. books, are largely about saying something, saying the right thing, as opposed to the thing that you heard over and over again when you were young, as opposed right. to just reacting directly from like, you know, generational your, trauma. Well, not just generational trauma, but like annoyance and yes. and, and claustrophobia. Like you right. know, as we experience, you know, we just got off this very long break with the kids. I mean, claustrophobia, yeah, which creates you know, like yeah, you gotta be, you gotta be able. You don't have to, of course, because I mean, people just don't. I mean, people generally just throw jabs at each other and they throw jabs at their kids, and that's kind of that's a that's a way of life. But the other, there's a way of life. Also, that you can you can work to finesse the way you speak with your children. Regulation. Regulation. Mm-hmm. I you know I think you're quite good at that. Oh, naturally, well, I try. You do. I, you I do try. try. You I do. feel like yes, I'm on a constant, endless uh, quest to become regulated in situations where I feel squeezed. <laughs> so it's like okay my claustrophobia here it is <laughs> i go breathe adele keep your fucking mouth shut don't say anything give it a beat give it a beat mm-hmm. give Boy, it a that's something, fucking beat that's mm. something that i i whoa true man have i struggled with that yes. give it a beat yeah. Well, I've never been a good drummer. <laughs> I wish I was. That's the one thing I really wish I was. Mm-hmm. Really wish I was a drummer. Mm. Drumming you know. is cool. Drumming is so badass. Yeah, it's true. It always feels extra cool. It's like, wow, you can drum. Mm. I think it's because with drumming, too, you're very aware of the multitasking nature of it. You're, I mean, yes, with They're guitar- not aware. They just do it. It's it's like it just moves through their body. I, they are totally. I it, find they it amazing. Are gifted. I mean, yeah. 
I'll tell you, it's one thing I, I really, what I, that it gives me solace or it gives me, it makes me feel better mm-hmm. about myself sometimes when I need to feel a little better about myself. Because as, a, as someone who writes songs and sings, I'm like, yeah, but it's so easy. Hmm. You know, and I really feel that I'm like, ah, it's just because, you know, people haven't tried really. You know, I sort of imagine that everyone has a talent equal to my own that they, but, but with drumming, you realize that things that you do are born with your gifts are innate. Come out of my mouth, but Mm. I do feel like there's an emotional intelligence that comes with being a percussionist. Mm. Um, As I right now in my mind, I'm thinking about all the people that I know that do percussion and there was something about them that is slightly different you know in an emotionally intelligent way um like i think of murph and i think murph can be really perceptive you know like about relationships or just people or like situations i think sometimes like his insights um you'll you'll be like wow you know murph was really insightful about that or something and and i think that's really there's something like it's in this internal thing and like you think of um you know what go ahead they're all psychopaths (laughs) in their own way (laughs) yeah because i'll tell you like emotional intelligence i mean you're absolutely right about murph Mm -hmm. um but as to to apply that to all the people who know how to play drums absolutely not Mm. absolutely not so my generalization doesn't track no (laughs) no there are drummers i mean there are drummers who are like i i I don't know they're aliens dead inside i don't i wouldn't i'm not gonna go that far Mm -hmm. actually i don't believe that either but no Hmm. i mean they're just a fearsome breed fearsome hmm well that's interesting i don't know what really i'm getting carried away Huh. I feel I have I have so many feelings about drummers that I would love to talk about. I feel we should like get a drum. We should get a another generalization I have, which again, <clears throat> totally not true because I know many percussionists. Um, they all wear sleeveless t-shirts, <laughs> <laughs> but they don't. They don't. Everyone, well, they okay? Did. But I in mean, my you know, mind, in, the ni- in, in my mind, in maybe in my childhood, that was sort of, in the nineteen yeah, eighties. They it imprinted on me. It did. Perhaps Tommy a, Lee. Oh yes, I I I I think that that that's true. I think yes. There's like, they gotta have that that <clears throat> sleeve. You just cut that thing off. You just let your little ribs. It's not just the sleeve. It's gotta go halfway down, like almost to your waist. That t-shirt. So it's like this. It's oh. almost like a tank thing, like a weird low tank. Oh. Does Dave Grohl wear tank tops? Does he? He's a drummer. He's the drummer. What am I? Is he a drummer? He's Hello. certainly worn a tank top at some point. Whether he's done it. Does done- he wear a tank top still? Uh. <laughs> I, I, Dave, I, as, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a fellow, as a, as a fellow middle-aged man, I would say when you start, when you kind of hit your thirties mm-hmm. and, you know, you kind of get that kind of bloat, that sort of, you know, <laughs> you know, kind of uh, functional alcoholic bloat going on and, and, you know, you, uh, you know, the thirties are rough on everybody, body, everybody. Mm-hmm. So no, I would say you you'd be less inclined to show your upper arms. I really would love to see you and Dave Grohl, Grohl off sometime. That would just be no. 
You, you, I thought you said you wanted to be friends with Dave Grohl. I never said I wanted to be friends with Dave Grohl. <laughs> I mean, I'd love to be friends with Dave Grohl. Who would not? I think you did. Who, I think you did. No. I think you put that out okay, there last see, year, in no, fact. But no, that's, um, no, and, and then it was Dave, no. Dave Grohl and Eddie Vedder. Hey, take it easy. Oh, oops, did I did I reveal take too much? Take it easy. <laughs> I mean, someone. I mean, look, can you please make this like, happen? I can't. I can't say no. Dave I don't want to be. I can't say no. I don't want to be friends with David Grohl. Mm-hmm. Or uh, no, that's illegal. Ed, you have to. Edward better. Edward. No way. They both. <laughs> they both seem like very nice people. Yeah. But I'm just. I, it sounds pathetic. <laughs> When a C-list, when a C-list musician oh, says, baby. "I want to," I want. I mean, it's 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 baby. more pure coming off like if it's more pure coming off a contractor, like a guy who steps out of a pickup truck, like you know, someday I'd really love to meet Dave Grohl. <laughs> I'm like, you're like, wow, that's really how cool is that? You like, you want to make that guy's dream come true? You want to put him on the guest list? You want to get him backstage at Fenway and sh- to shake Dave Grohl's hand so he can look look Dave Grohl st- square in the eye? I'd say like, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the shape and the beauty and whatever the, the color name, like, and the that shape. record changed my life, dude. You know, mm-hmm. but me, I feel like I don't want to meet Dave Grohl because I feel like he's too funny, and I get I get nervous around people that I'm aware are like too oh. funny. It, it's too intimidating. I mm. when we met um, Todd Barry. he was at uh, oh, Dinosaur Junior show in, in New York many years ago. We're he and I. I don't know how this even happened, but like, next thing you know, we're backstage at I think it was the Bowery, and and, and I'm sitting next to Todd Berry for some reason on this tiny sofa. I'm like, how did this happen? And and we were kind of looking at each other, and I was like, this is mortifying, okay? Because he's a comedian; he gets paid to be funny. Oh, and I just literally was like, I'm in hell. I'm in hell. And then I felt like anything that came out of my mouth, he gave me the nod. And I'm not. This is no shade to him because he's a poor thing. I mean, I just I want to say I'm sorry to Todd Barry for every dumb thing I said backstage at the Bowery because I was mortified, and your face scared you know the Don't crap out it. of me. Don't worry about it. You're, you're not your face like literally your face I, but your expression i have one more thing because we got and i could tell you were holding back buddy we got okay we gotta we gotta put this we gotta put the brakes on this sorry i have one more statement yes and this one i and mean then we're it. putting this podcast to bed for the day and th- i mean <laughs> this one comedians are fucking psychopaths Ooh. and i mean it you know i'm okay with that one i'm okay with that one i'm yeah. okay with that one yeah I mean, I, I mean, they scare I, me oh. i'm scared they are yeah. Yeah. I have a real I just hard shrink. Time. I become like a reverse shrink. I'm the shrinky dink or what before it gets grown. I just, I can't, I'm scared. I just want to snail I away. Older, I met an older comedian once who, that I remember seeing on evening at the improv when I, in the eighties, mm-hmm. who was pretty funny. And I met him in real life and he was actually very nice. I don't remember his name, but mm-hmm. he made me kind of go like, okay, maybe this is just a guy who lives in Burbank and he tours <laughs> the country and tells funny jokes. Who's it? What? Who is it? It was some older guy. I don't remember his name. He's oh. part of this older crew. He's oh, not dang. he's not like our crew. He's not he's not mm. like Todd Barry and David Cross and I mean Todd he's not Barry's that. face this lives in older. my memory. This guy was like he was you know on standing in front of a brick wall mm-hmm. on late night television. See, I equate uh Dave Grohl in he he also to me is a comedian whether or not he I don't would ever talk say about that. Dave Grohl anymore. That's it. Oh. We're done. 
No, I was just, I, let me finish my goddamn <laughs> sentence. I would love to. I was simply what? trying to say I'd that Dave to, Grohl is a comedian. I'd love to hit pause on this right now. Or I'd just stop and be like, oh yeah, there we go. We got the whole podcast. And then you and I just like, we can go down to the kitchen. I have to eat lunch. I'm starving. Right. I can go I down. To, you can I have make, to use the facilities. You can, you can, I have to eat lunch. You can make yourself a sandwich. I am. I'm going to make what? myself a sandwich. Make yourself a I'm sandwich. I'm going to make myself you know a sandwich with I'm, lots of mayonnaise. And you can't stop about, me. We're going to talk about Dave Grohl. We're just you and me. We're going to have a, we're just going to talk about Dave Grohl and let the conversation go wherever it wants to. Even it, it can go as far as me going like, gosh, you know, it would be <laughs> great to stay in Eddie Vedder's guest house. In Kauai. Wait, Eddie Vedder? We just, you were just saying Dave Grohl. It's the same thing. You said I wanted They're to... They're the same you person made, you, now? You What's happening? Kind of, you outed me oh. saying that I, wanted, <laughs> that I wanted to be friends with Dave Grohl <laughs> and... He did. And Eddie Vedder. I know, it's okay. Lou and Adele Barlow, thank you. For listening to Raw Impressions, Episode 8. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.